PKN 329. Kyle has big news. Well, I don't know if it's big news or... If it's true, it's the biggest news that's ever been. Sure, sure. Uh, Former Israeli space chief, uh, these Israeli names, Haim Eshed, has has revealed that aliens from a galactic federation, his words not mine, have been in contact with the United States and Israel for years. But humanity just isn't ready to know this yet. Hmm. So there's no way this could be true. Well, there's there's several ways it could be true. It's just very unlikely um, that it's true. It's not true because Trump can't keep a secret, right? He would have told us if it were true. Like, mm. don't you think he, he would have spilled know. it a little bit? Like, like I won the white vote. I won the woman vote. I won the green vote. We're not going to talk about that right now, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he might not know it. Like. Like uh, they, his like military advisors, like what was like eight months ago or whatever, lied about how many troops were in Syria. Like some some country, they just straight up lied, and then they found out later it wasn't true. Like it's totally within the realm of possibility that this is some Pentagon thing that even they don't even let the head honchos know. This is like CIA extra super secret because you're right. If Trump knew about this, this would have been tweeted, and so <laughs> this has got to be even more elite. This like is one of those, lizard people level. It's like one of higher Chappelle. than we thought. Even One of those Chappelle show sketches, uh, sketches where he's like posing with the aliens and just, yeah. just chilling with them. Like they got their own secret handshakes. <laughs> I mean, it means that they're not mad at us. It means that they don't want to exterminate us. <clears throat> it seems like if they if they liked us, they'd, they'd help us out with this whole COVID thing. Maybe uh, get us get us, uh, you know, maybe a cooler PS5 than, than what came out. That thing looks like a big air dehumidifier okay okay but like wait that. the hard drive's super fast maybe that's alien technology it's faster than you can get in a pc it's the fastest hard drive there is yeah is that true linus tech t- really? linus tech tip says it's true yeah no he's got tech in his name do you believe him or do you believe the israelis <laughs> <sighs> i don't know now now, um, I'm going to go with Linus. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think the most likely scenario here is that perhaps uh, this is a bit of uh, subterfuge to maybe get the news to n- stop talking about the fact that uh, is- Israel just assassinated an Iranian nuclear scientist using a machine gun controlled by a satellite. That's pretty yeah. cool, isn't it? It's that- really fucking cool. I've used remote control machine guns before, but th- this one was controlled from outer space. This one had face detection. And I think I read his it's wife scary. was like 13 centimeters away. And, in the car with him. And she was fine. All she got was wet. <laughs> <laughs> well, not everyone gets horny when their wife is murdered, Taylor. Yeah, true. Her husband. I, fucked I mean, joke. That, that's, that's <laughs> terrifying that they can see you sitting next to somebody else at a baseball game. And be like, nope, hundred percent chance we can shoot them from from here. We're right outside, right outside of Jupiter's main moon, and we're just gonna fire down and like, th- that's that's so scary, so spooky that they well, have probably a- just did it from low orbit. But but I get your point. No, I you know it's just remote control. You know if you think about it, it's not that it's not that crazy. Right? Um, it's an easy kind problem of to solve. It well, you know the, the gun wasn't that far away; just the satellite was. Yeah. Oh, you do. I, I know that wasn't yeah. like a, a space gun. I mean, like, I mean, <laughs> I, if me and you play COD, I can shoot you from Georgia. Is I mean, isn't that even more impressive if you think about it? Because space is much for is much closer than Georgia to you. What Kyle does on a daily basis is far more impressive than the Israeli military. Honestly, yeah, 
<laughs> I mean, you, technology's cool, but you're flipping like, me entirely, and I'm not impressed at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, impre- I'm not impressed by the tag at all, honestly. But I, I do think that maybe they're dropping some. You think this news. is a little a little red herring? Don't talk about that. Talk about this kind of thing. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's just a little coincidental that that you know Iran is freaking out right now because Israel murdered their scientist. And they did. We all know they did. And I it's a good thing did. they did. I thought it was us. We are probably involved. We were like, yeah, we probably told him where he was or something. Yeah, it was probably right. the CIA and Mossad. It's probably an M16 they'd used. <laughs> Remote-controlled M16. They That's said silly. machine gun, it's a, which was weird to me. M4. I would guess something... Okay. I would guess something belt fed because with something belt fed, you could just be like, oh, we missed those first three shots. Let's send 200 more. Uh, probably. I, I, yeah, I don't know. If you can get headshots like that, any gun will do. I think. Yeah. 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 If you could like guarantee a headshot. But, um, but well, yeah, I mean, I ran pretty, was pretty upset about it. It's going to be. Yeah, babies. they always are when one of their scientists meets a early demise. Pish posh. Pish posh. <laughs> I think you need to hire better scientists. We should be able Tougher. to assassinate powers with impunity. Scientists so you don't with like, helmets. Uh, we know what's best. All right, so we know you don't like any sort of uh, intervening wars, Taylor, and I can agree with you on that. Yeah. Do you think that we should really just hands in the pockets, head in the sand when it comes to things like Iranian nuclear scientists as well? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I don't really care. So... So then when Iran has a nuclear weapon and they give it to the Palestinians and the Palestinians blow it up in Tel Aviv. Again, head, you think, hands you think in the pockets, head, hands in the pockets, head in the sand. You think that's going to happen? I think, that's think, a, I think that's a highly likely wait, I'll uh, answer scenario. that question. If Iran has a problem with Israel, I don't hear a Woody problem in this whole thing. Yeah, hands in the sand, <laughs> hands in go. the pockets. Okay. Okay. You, to, so you need Tel to go Aviv another is, one farther. All right, Tel Aviv's radioactive now. There's we have no foothold in the region whatsoever. No, mm-hmm. no, no, but uh, I, I love I love this foregone conclusion that if we don't absolutely bend over backwards and, and not get a foregone conclusion, just thing, a, not a well, foregone conclusion, the, 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 just a scenario, just a scenario that I'm, you know, querying you upon. You know, yeah. I'm wondering well, I'm what are your thoughts if this happens? We're not going to happen. There's not going to be. They're not going to set up a nuke in Tel Aviv. Why not? They're, why would they? I don't know why they fly some planes into you, the World you Trade think, Center. You think that they're going to sign their own nation's million percent death warrant? Oh wait! By bombing Tel Aviv? Why would Why okay. would Iran have a death warrant? Well, because they'd be fucked. The United States would instantly. No, Taylor, Iran. you forgot. Hands in pockets, head in the sand. That's our status now. You are president. I'm yeah. president. Yeah. Oh, there's all sorts of things we're taking care of way before the Middle East. <laughs> all sorts of things. First of all, pieces of that hard drive that I just I like. learned about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta care for all if I'm down with you. <laughs> I'm just not, wondering not. how many of our allies need to be destroyed before oh. the hands come out of the pockets and the head comes out of the seat. It's funny. Well, what do you I, think I, is the I, best? I want to do this. Taylor's dodging your questions. I, I will answer them. Israel, nuke them. Nuke them, nuke them, nuke them. They're a bunch of takers <laughs> anyway. All they do is take, and they're not even that good of an ally. England? They, they do take and take and take. I remember who had when we went to Iraq and had a baseless, needless war. You know who was by our side? England Tony Blair and yeah. Tony Blair. Yeah, they, also Canada. If and France, for fuck's sake, they came yeah, in. For a bit. Yeah, if England, what did we pay them? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Israel didn't help us with that at all. If the United Kingdom, for some reason, wants to go to war with Poland, you know what? We owe them one. 
I don't know what Poland did, but neither did, did I know what Iraq did. Let's go to war. England has been, England has been making deposits in the emotional bank account for as long as I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Israel's just taken and taken. Yes, with both hands. It's like, <laughs> what are we doing over here? What are we getting involved it's in all this nonsense? Half a world away. Like the, the like we have been like tons of people in this country have been convinced. Like we need to be really uh, scared of Iran. It's like they're mad. Are you Taylor. fucking kidding me? Like when was wasn't the last time we had any kind of like direct conflict with iran when we shot down a passenger jet and killed like 270 people no it's the opposite it's when iran shot down their own passenger jet yes iran iran was trying to shoot one of our drones or something like that and whoopsie daisy hit their own passenger jet with like some frenchmen straight from the pentagon's mouth it looked (laughs) straight out of iran's (laughs) mouth they admitted they admitted it about a week later it took them a while to do so but it was it the uh the passenger uh list of that, Are you talking uh, about the of, one in the 70s? No, no, I'm talking about like two years ago. Kyle's right. Uh, it was it was a year ago, January 8th, 2020. That I was thinking of the one in the 70s, so I'm I'm crazy. Kyle. Yeah, I, I was thinking about the 70s one also. But yeah, the passenger list looked like the United Nations. There were some Americans, some Frenchmen, some mm-hmm. everyone. You know, there there were Frenchmen. <laughs> Frenchmen. <laughs> there were some Frenchmen aboard. People of Frenchies. Uh, no loss there. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, no, I think that um, we're just entirely too involved. The one that in Taylor and I, that aren't ours. That I just, just quick facts. Taylor and I were thinking of one from 1988, and I, I don't know why I skipped over the 2021. I guess because it's not American. I it's not front of mind. But mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah. I ran. I guess they shot down. Oh wait, I may have this backwards. We shot down theirs in 1988. Yeah. Why? Was it um, looking at us funny? <laughs> the, reason, <laughs> looking at us funny. the reason for the shoot down has been disputed between the two governments and the two countries according to the u.s the vidsinis crew incorrectly identified the airbus as attacking an f-14 tomcat <laughs> okay airbus. <laughs> airbus. That was the best we can put on wikipedia we control that <laughs> airbuses don't normally attack tom according cats. to the iranians they hate America. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm trying. Of course, to... the Airbus, the natural enemy of the Tomcat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? The Tomcat has few predators. According to Iran, <laughs> the cruiser negligently shot down the aircraft, which was transmitting IFF squawks as a signal that identified it as a civilian aircraft. So Iran says there was no reason whatsoever. And America says the Airbus was looking at us funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, it seems to me that there was somebody on that plane that had to die, or yeah. there was just a real whoopsie daisy by a pilot. Definitely number one would be my guess. Oh, it's funny. Um, I consider number two just as likely, but I, I, I think number two is nothing. the most likely because it seems like if we want to kill an Iranian scientist, we can do it. We just do it uh, without taking out a whole bunch of other people because we've been killing those people for years. That's very true. The, the most dangerous job in the world, Mike Rowe needs to go over there and <laughs> fucking hang out with some Iranian scientists and show them yeah. scared <laughs> as fuck all goddamn day long. He can rub some of that grease on his face with the cameras and be like, this is Hamid Dadel. He is fucking shit scared, <laughs> scared. all day long. Tell us, Hamid, tell him. I am scared every day, all day. The Americans, the Russians, the Israelis, there is no one. There is no place to be safe. I don't even want to be scientists. <laughs> they make me work here. <laughs> I, as I think about it, so scared. I don't think there was someone on the plane that had to die. I think that's less likely as I process it. Because Yeah, very unlikely. Yeah, I think your assassination killing point. Killing 290 people 
doesn't get you less attention. It doesn't cover like the fact unless, that there's a VIP on there. Go ahead. Unless he knew about the Galactic Federation. Mm-hmm. That, then you'd have to kill any number of millions of people in order to cover Whatever that. it takes. Whatever it takes. Anything that it takes. That's why every major war has ever been started, the Galactic Federation. Perhaps. I hope that this ends up being real. God, I hope so, so too. So God, cool. I want to see what they wear. Don't you want to see what they're wearing? Because like all of our science fiction shows, they're like, uh, everybody probably just uh, you know wears a different uh, uniform. Yeah. You know, I bet they same have look, different and shirts that are separate. They, they have no individuality. It's just different onesies. You know, in Star Trek, they weren't separate. It was that one piece thing. They well, you know, they call it the Picard maneuver. It's where he's always pulling his pulling his uniform oh. down because it didn't fucking fit. Did he pull <laughs> no, his uniform down because it fit him more flattering that way, or because no, it no, no, showed no. his balls less? Because it, it was because so Gene Roddenberry thought that in the future all fabric would be wrinkle free. It wouldn't wrinkle, which isn't a terrible assumption. Like mm-hmm. like sure, future fabric. Why would it be able to wrinkle? You know, nobody, <laughs> nobody likes a wrinkly shirt. And uh, and so to achieve this look in in Star Trek: The Next Generation, he had the, all of the uniforms designed a size too small, so that they would be tight. They'd be <laughs> tight fitting. And therefore, no never could, never would show a wrinkle, right? You can't wrinkle if if the shit's painted on. And Picard and Patrick Stewart, who plays Picard, is just like, "This is bullshit. <laughs> this is bullshit." So season two, you re- you immediately see, oh, they got Picard in a new uniform. Why ain't he wearing the uniform everyone else wears? Got his own fancy uniform now, and he does. He's got this much more comfortable thing that like just kind of drapes over the top, almost like a cape, like 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 a hmm. shawl of a uniform. And uh, yeah, that, that, that's what happened there. The Picard. If you maneuver. put me in a onesie that's too small, I'm introducing you to the boys. My yeah. two testicles. That that's how that goes. Yeah. I <laughs> saw Wesley. I saw Wesley Crusher go through puberty on television. <laughs> <laughs> like slowly but surely, those balls were getting lower and lower from seasons one to seasons four. <laughs> Didn't everybody hate his character? Oh, it's 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 kind because of a meme. Yeah. Yeah, I remember like I don't know fuck all about it, but I remember the guy who played him used to have a Twitter account. And the so only time I would ever see his Twitter account is when it was like lots of him saying something obnoxious. And like at one point I think even what's his name? The guy who played Picard was like, Shut up, Wesley. Like, <laughs> like, like underneath there's, everybody's just like he's trying to get a point about something that's probably annoying anyway. But just he's a liberal. Can't get his his is point out because everyone's just shut up, Wesley. So uh, I liked him back when I was a kid. He's a liberal, but that doesn't uh, have any impact on. Was he a funny character, or kind of a throwaway? He was my age. He was the guy that I associate with. Like I was Wesley's age when Wesley was Wesley's age. So, and he was really smart. He would often save the day with engineering skills that rivaled Jordy's. Is that the Jordy LaForge? Jordy LaForge, and um, you know he would have good ideas that, to bring to the table. And perhaps as an annoying 16-year-old myself, I didn't recognize him as an annoying 16-year-old. He just seemed like a, a really smart science hero to yeah. me. So That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. He was, uh, he was like the ship's genius. And he's also the suspected love child of Picard and uh, Dr. Crusher. And so he kind of gets his way on the Enterprise, you know, right away. Like, like he's, it's not long before they're making him an acting ensign. And he's, he's driving the fucking ship. He's like 16, doesn't he? Couldn't drive a, a fucking Earth car in 1997, but he's driving the Starship Enterprise, the flagship of the Federation. And, and uh, you know, he's always in, injected into the show's earlier seasons as like, 
the genius kid who's the boy genius bit, who's in over his head and uh, a bit annoying. But you know, he's he's still. I skip his episodes, like the episodes that are Wesley centric. I find to be hyper annoying. There's one where he goes to this like planet where there's zero crime, like zero strife, like everyone is just happy to do their job. No one steps out of line. And then you're like, oh man, this is a paradise. And the girls are hot. He's hanging out with these alien bitches that are like barely wearing clothes and an alien dude who's barely wearing clothes. By the way, nice. they just look like blonde haired, blue eyed, beautiful people. They're not, they don't look like aliens. And uh, someone throws a ball. Wesley goes long and he falls into this like enclosure where some plants are, like some flowers or something, like a flower garden with a little mini greenhouse on top. And uh, turns out the penalty on that planet for every rule infraction is death. And he just <laughs> broke a rule. That's why there's no crime on the planet because fucking speeding ticket, death. Fucking like spit on the sidewalk, death. Fall into the flower garden, death. And so they're stuck in the situation where Picard is like, well, we're not going to let him kill Wesley. Early for dental disappointment, also jail. Yeah. Also jail. <laughs> yeah, so so I skip those episodes. But yeah, that's that's the deal. Yeah. It's like Do a they, Luan episode King of the Hill. Just skip it. Do they teach the entire planet that their punishment and value system is wrong and they change their <sighs> mind? Do you recall? I don't recall how it, it seems ends. like they've got a good I, thing going. I wish it had ended with that with like Wesley being decapitated, though. That would have been the best ending. Be like, well, we've got if... to respect the respect <laughs> their laws. Yeah, prime directive. We can't interfere. And uh, goodbye. That was Wesley. the concern. Yeah. <laughs> See you later, then. <laughs> Just <fucking dates. laughs> kill him off like that, like they did Tasha Yar. It was crazy to me when she died. So, so it, back then. Characters had plot armor, right? You know, characters who were major characters didn't die. You know, everyone knew if they went down with the darn red jackets or something, they were likely to die. That maybe the second they landed on the planet, there could be a beam me down malfunction and people could die. But, <laughs> you know, if they were main characters, recurring characters, they were very safe. And they killed her. And I'm like, all right, they just need to, you know, flash the beeping lights at her. Everything's going to be fine. And then they said they couldn't bring her back. And I'm like, but, but she's a recurring character. But, <laughs> am I the only one that remembers she's a recurring character? She's, she's a tactical officer. <laughs> she sits behind Picard. Yeah. Like, like, and she died, died, and she stayed dead mostly. Yeah. They brought the actress back, but only to play like alternate universe versions of that character, the daughter of that character, stuff like that. Yeah, it's so convoluted. And I little guess... one-off episodes. That's Star Trek. There's a lot of like dark dimension. They'll go. There's this thing that they do occasionally, and they've done it since the original series, where they go into like um, the Bizarro dimension, and mm -hmm. like like transporter accidents will 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 make this happen, where like mm -hmm. you'll accidentally bring over the evil version of one of your characters who looks exactly like uh, Spock, except he's got a goatee. It's Spock with a goatee, and he's ruthless as fuck. Or it'll be Kirk with like an extra tight uniform and he's ruthless <laughs> as fuck. You just say it's extra tight. Sometimes they're in a location that does that. Like, oh yeah, yeah, there's um, you know, a time disturbance around this comet. And uh, if you shoot the comet, then you go back twenty years and in this time in this timeline a different thing happened. And yeah, shit like that happens and stuff. I like yeah. how you guys have described like those little like you have to beam me down and we'll take on the Gorgon, whatever it is. And like it'll be three guys in the main the main crew, and then you say there's a red shirt or two, and every time you're just like, These guys are dead, right? Like there's like the red shirt survivability rate is 
approaches zero. It's right? rather low. It's mm. rather low. It's funny that you you nailed that. By the way, the Gorgon is the alien that uh, that uh, Kirk goes down to fight, who's wearing the green lizard suit. Ah, mm. wasn't what they used to call uh, like the Medusas, like the something about like like a Medusa is also called the Gorgon, or that that creature, the Medusa creature, is called the Gorgon. I don't know. Might be some Greek mythology involved, Maybe. but I I can't. I, but, I don't know about that. I know more about the, Star Trek made up things than what Greek was the, <laughs> What was the uh, what was the name Gorgo. of the thing? Gorgo. Gorgons. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Not, yeah. So Medusa was a Gorgo, and there were three Gorgons that protected something, and she was one of them. There we go. That could have been a. That could have been a Jeopardy question. That, that, that's good. But um, <laughs> what, what's the name of the thing that I think you both have complained about before? Where it's just in. I think in maybe I'm wrong, and it's only in one Star or Star Trek series. But the room that they go into when they run out of ideas on how to keep the plot going, and it's like. You know, oh, we got eight episodes. We need four more for this yeah. to round out the season. Oh, we got two in the, in the mystery box. That. You know, now we're going to do a Sherlock Holmes episode. But for some reason, lately on the holodeck, there are real life consequences to how this works out. And it's like, this is bullshit. This isn't even Star Trek. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's the Victorian era mystery now. Like, like, it's Star Trek's way oftentimes to branch out from the constraints mm -hmm. of a futuristic space TV show. It's like, you know, we're all actors here and we've been doing this for four years. Patrick, tell them what you used to do. Well, I'm a classically trained actor. I, you know, you may have seen me in Dune, I, <laughs> many other films actually. And I love doing Shakespearean things and all right, all right. And, and they go down the line. They're all like that. Brent Spiner, also classically trained actor and a musician, a singer. So if, the, if they can, and they can, unfortunately. <laughs> They'll use the holodeck to be like, oh, yeah, we were doing this program where we're all playing Victorian actors. It'll be Robin. One of them was Robin Hood. Like, like someone was doing a Robin Hood thing, and things went haywire, and now we're all stuck in here. And uh, But, but yeah, the one he's referring to is Sherlock Holmes because Data, so smart. He's, so, he's too smart for his own good. It's, it's not challenging for him. So he created a – he told the computer program uh, in his Sherlock Holmes – uh, skit that he was like going through to like, hey, make me an enemy I can't defeat. So it basically gives Moriarty, who's the classic villain from Sherlock Holmes, sentience. And mm. he quickly realizes that he's in a holodeck and starts trying to figure out how to get out of the holodeck, even though he's a character within the holodeck. At the end of the episode, because he is sentient, they can't just turn him off. They can't just delete him. So Picard tells him, and this is in like, season three maybe four but probably three he tells him all right what we're going to do is we're going to leave your program running so that you don't have to like go to the dark zone because that's what happens when you turn a holodeck off they're just you know not there anymore we're going to leave your program running and as soon as we get the technology to get you out of here we're going to come back and get you and then you'll be able to you know walk the earth or so they the planet they leave his program running but we never go back to it and the funny part is they got that technology about eight years later. Yeah. On Voyager, <laughs> right? On Voyager, yeah. So there's something we were supposed to do. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> so, and you just go to Moriarty like banging and then you zoom out, but you still hear the banging. <laughs> like the imagination is the limit in this room. Anything you can imagine can take form and shape and, and tactile response. And these losers are reenacting uh, Peter Pan 
and fucking uh, See, Robin Hood and nonsense. It is strongly inferred that there's a lot of porn happening on the holodeck. Not on TNG, though. It is inferred. It is not only inferred. It is advertised on Deep Space Nine, and that is why Deep Space Nine is better. On Deep Space Nine, on the space station, the Ferengi bartender, he owns the hollow suites, and he rents time out. And you have to pay, which is a kind of a, a, a thing that the Federation doesn't do a lot. They don't have currency. <clears throat> and so it's not just implied. It's porn. You going in there to fuck. And I mean, you could do like training programs like combat. You could do all sorts of things. He's doing that. <laughs> but he's selling fuck shows over there. And like there's a really fun episode where this this like ver this uh, this this uh this new character with a very discerning eye wants a special fuck show he wants he wants to be able to fuck major kira who's one of the attractive officers on the space station and so quark the the bartender is following her around with like this holographic camera like you know scanning her so that he can make a character of her so for this guy to fuck but then they get wind of this and they and like just as she's about to like blow him she becomes quark's head and Quark's head is just hideous. He's this <laughs> enormous eared, spiky toothed like monster man. It, it's it, it was a lot of fun. But yeah, they're just fucking like crazy. So I've always wondered the way the hologram holograms work is it's uh it's photons of light, right? It, that that sure. that, are, that have tactile response. So everything in there is light. When you turn the thing off, you're just in a room. You're just in an empty fucking room. Just like if you took off a uh, an Oculus Rift or whatever. You're not back in the empty room. Who's cleaning up the jizz? Right. Who's cleaning up all that alien jizz? The, the jizz is real. Right? One of the, the, the red shirt slaves? <laughs> That's not what they're trained for. Those guys are trying to be engineers. They're trained and... to die on the surface of the moon of Glaxor or whatever the fuck, right? <laughs> they die in such Glaxor awful is Star ways. Wars. I don't know. I just made that up. I he just made <laughs> it up. It's, uh, it's nothing. <laughs> that's, that's generic sounding enough to go anywhere. <laughs> Any universe. Yeah, yeah uh, somebody's cleaning up that jizz. Yeah. Kyle no, you know what? They probably have sieves and, and some sort of special floor to collect body fluids. Because right, if yeah. there's going to be semen collecting, then and if you're practicing fighting, you're going to be bleeding too. You know, so cum isn't the only. You would need some sort of filtration system for bodily fluids. I, I, yeah. My suspicion suspicion is it's an incineration system, right? They can just <laughs> melt that, and yeah. Okay. Kyle mentioned how talented the actors were. That often surprises me, right? Because like it, okay. Well, Star Trek's a good example. Like I, I wouldn't have watched Picard and pegged him as like a Broadway guy that can sing. And every so often they do episodes or actors just wind up singing. Right, the Buffy one that was a musical. Did you see Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Of course. The musical. Every episode. All of them could sing, I think, except maybe Xander. I forget. Uh, one of them couldn't sing. But that happens all the time. And I, it'd just be like, oh, yeah, Amy Poehler from fucking uh, Parks and Rec. And then she busts out singing, and you're like, wait, what? She's actually good. They're all. These Hollywood people are using 10% of their talents all the time. Yeah, I think that those people wanted to be inter in entertainment and they went, a lot of them went to like these acting schools and drama schools and stuff where like you did a little bit of everything. You know, if the dancing takes off, we'll go with that. If the singing takes off, we'll go with that. Oh, it's acting. I'm uh, I'm a better actor. I'm kind of quirky. All right, well, that's what we'll do. Yeah. I bet the guy that played Urkel could fucking bust out a tune. 
I bet he can dance. <laughs> that guy that played Oh, Urkel, he can definitely dance. Every so yeah. often he'd play like his, I don't know, uh, reversal b- him, and he was like totally cool, and he he played basketball. And, Stefan. Um, Stefan. See, he was Steven Urkel, but <laughs> when he was in cool mode, he was Stefan. And uh, you'd see <laughs> Stefan play basketball, and... Uh, not, I don't pre- pretend that I'm actually good at basketball or anything, but I played a little and whatever, and you could see he could play. Like, the way that he moved, the way that he dribbled, the way that he did, like, a finger roll, it was like, this guy actually plays basketball. And watching- I've never seen a black man who can't play basketball, just saying, but I, I hear where you're coming from. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, for some reason, I thought Urkel would break that mold, but no, he can play. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what he's doing now. Well... Actor. He uh, did some voice. He did the voice of Gene the Genie in a couple of episodes of DuckTales recently. Oh, uh, so he hit it big. Raven's Home did some voices. Fresh off the boat. The big show show. I wonder. Uh, take a, a non-A-list. Uh, okay. In terms of wealth, right? We all know that like Ben Affleck and Brad Pitt and Scarlett Johansson. I get it. I get it. <laughs> They're all super rich. They're all doing super great. Uh, you go back a little that uh, Julia Roberts, like, okay, that class of actor, actress doing fantastic. Yeah. What about a couple notches down, right? Like a three men and a baby. This is an old movie. It had Tom Selleck. It had Ted Danson and it had another guy. How's that other guy doing? Like it, it's so funny that you said that. I, in my head. I was like, Tom Selleck, <laughs> Ted Danson and shit. Yeah. Wasn't Jim Belushi, was it? Who the fuck was it? I'll look it up. I can find it. It was Steve Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. How's Steve doing these days? Right? Like How is Steve Like, I, there's a class of actor that's not like super famous, but they are working. They are working actors. And I wonder what kind of wealth a working actor accumulates. Like, it, do they ever worry about money? And, and by the way, it takes a good amount of money to live in Hollywood. You know, if you have three million... You're not set for life, perhaps, if you want to live and work in Hollywood. You no. Need, you need more than that, maybe. Seems like he does different. a lot of smaller projects and like one-off things. Still a working actor. How, how's it going? What is The most know? recent big thing he was in, he was in five episodes of The Goldbergs and eight episodes of Ballers. I like The Goldbergs. I've seen... Shucks. At one point, I saw all the Goldbergs, the first four seasons. I don't remember Steve Gutenberg. So I'm going to say he didn't play a major role in that show. Yeah. Dr. Catman. I don't remember Dr. the Dr. <laughs> Catman. Catman. <laughs> I'm picturing a, yeah, I'm picturing a man in a cat suit now. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I'm going to Google a picture, see if it rings a bell. Just yeah, a six foot, just a six foot tall furry, really. Just um, actually, I'm a picture. I'm literally picturing um, Tom from Tom and Jerry. Tom was a cat, right? Makes sense. Tom cat. I mean, Tom celebrity cat, set worth, yeah. worth says Steve Gutenberg worth about fifteen million, and we all know Dude. you can trust that celebrity <laughs> net worth. That is the worst. Uh, what do you think the the guy from Home Alone's net worth is? Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. I've been nailing that one. They ask me that on Twitch all the time. <laughs> uh, we, I want to say I want to say it was Waggish who we got uh, the other night. Like we were, we were just about to play zombies 
and uh, and Waggus was in the in the voice chat with us uh, for a few minutes, and we were talking about it. I mean, I, Waggus, if this wasn't you, I apologize, but um, uh, I want I'm pretty sure it was him, and we convinced him that he didn't know Macaulay Culkin's name either, and but we convinced him that um, we finally got around to Culkin because someone did what I just fucking did and ruined the bit and <laughs> said Culkin, and I was just like, you know. Because he's a, he's a blonde haired kid, I was like, what what other lie can I tell? I was like, you know, he's actually related to Hulk. Ho- oh no, I told him that it was Macaulay Hogan. That's what it was, <laughs> and that he was he was Hulk Hogan's nephew, and he bought it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Terry Hogan, the guy who plays Hulk Hogan. You know, the wrestler. Um, his nephew, Macaulay Hogan, Macaulay. Home Alone, of Home Alone fame. And he was like, "Really?" I had him. It was. You look at their we were all you see the similarities there. Oh God, they look nothing alike. Yeah, skips so, generation. Hulk Hogan's real name is Terry Jean Bulea, and I was gonna learn Macaulay Culkin's real name. So next time you asked me, I was gonna like trump you, and I like like bust out. Turns out his real name is Macaulay Culkin. And it doesn't work. But so many yeah. of these actors have fake names. I don't think Tom Cruise's real name is Tom Cruise. I, is it? That I don't know. No idea. Do it's, you know what Macaulay oh. Culkin's brother's name is? Adam. No. Rich. You're I, not going to get it. You think they named one kid Macaulay and the other one Adam? I Lenny. Hope's George Foreman. <laughs> <laughs> Lenny? What is he, a Simpsons character now? I don't know, Homer. <laughs> Whatever the fuck he's pretty like. close. Pretty close. <laughs> uh, Carl. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just start going through. Uh, Barney. Mo. Uh, I know Tom Cruise's real name. Bumblebee Man. Bumblebee Man. Tom um, Mapather. Tom Mapather the Fourth. Cruise is his middle name. Thomas Cruise Mapather the Fourth. So I was like, I'm going to learn this guy's real name and trump everybody, but the bit didn't work. Yeah, because his name is actually Macaulay Culkin. No, no, that's no. not a name you choose for yourself <laughs> to be more marketable. That's a name your parents give you because they're assholes. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure his brother's name is Kieran. Kieran McCulkin? I think so. Yeah, that's off the top of my head. I think it is. Um, he's an actor as well. Uh, and he aged better. I w- did Macaulay Culkin do a lot of drugs? Yeah. He looks that way. He, I definitely saw a picture of him that looked like he was... Like sunken in cheeks, kind of heroiny, but yeah, he looked like a one of those, Sadlo. He looked like one of those uh, dogs from the from the McLaughlin uh, <laughs> ads. In the arms of the angel, sunken in really yeah. deep. All, all, all the all the eye boogers just just hanging off. I mean, you're like, come on, they don't have anybody. Just go over there and give them a little, <laughs> <laughs> give them one of those, get those eye boogers off that shaky little. Fuck. Like doing a McDonald's shoot where they like put little bits of cardboard in between the the ingredients. They're like going over there and adding extra boogers to the. Eye. <laughs> it's just, get some more eye boogers in this chihuahua. He looks happy. Yeah. Now I know we're trying to make money, but two dead eyes on the same mm. cat. <laughs> <laughs> Now, nobody's going to adopt a two-dead-eyed cat. They need one. On this. Is that like an old-school 1920 splint that you put on that dog, Gene? That <laughs> yeah. doesn't even look realistic. It's two sticks and some ace bandage. Come on. They're not going to buy this. They always buy it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know where they get those sick fucking animals, but the fact that the cameraman is there, like a camera crew showed up to film these animals, and nobody's bothered to get the eye boogers, makes me suspicious. 
<laughs> I think that was that. I think that was a Sim, old Simpsons bit where they're watching that old commercial, and they're like, "Donate now, or we'll kill the dogs." Like, <laughs> You're playing hardball, like in the, in the, in the, in the something along those lines. Much funnier phrase than that. But Those poor fucking dogs. I can't. I when that commercial comes on, I literally change the channel without fail. I only see it when I'm in hotels. When I'm in hotel, they must roll it constantly. If if you're one of those poor people who has to watch normal television, yeah. I don't mean poor as in financially. I mean I pity you that you're <laughs> watching fucking regular television. But that's true. You get rid of I, hotels. I don't think I've seen that in the last 10, 15 years. Yeah, it's still on. So is that old man with the beard who's in the African village wanting you to pay for their food? Oh my god! Everyone in that commercial's dead of old age by now. They were running that uh, before Zoom. Zoom was a show in the 90s after school shows. You remember Zoom, Kyle? Yeah. Yeah, see? They would run it all the time during Zoom. And what? Almost 30 years later, they're still running that shit. The same old man. That guy's same kid. Old man. That guy's grandchildren. Or Woody's age. Like, there's, <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, there's an SNL uh, skit where, you know, it's that old white-haired guy with a beard in the African village and he's just like for just 10 cents a day 10 cents a day you can provide and like one of the villagers goes 10 cents a day why can't why not a dollar <laughs> I could do something with a dollar yeah what am I gonna do with 10 cents just 10 cents a day that's all they need <laughs> god damn it they were right when you give a mouse a fucking cookies trying to <laughs> shoot the commercial what's the second Man, half of when you give a mouse a cookie they want some milk yeah then you want some, like it's like you give oh. someone an inch and they'll take a mile yeah and yeah so you immediately become angry at the africans for wanting more than a dime when you a give a mouse a cookie he wants some milk is that an expression yeah yeah I'm going to ask for a glass of milk then next. Have you ever seen those books? When you give a mouse a cookie, he'll ask for a glass of milk. And if you give him the glass of milk, he'll ask for a waffle. And if you give him a waffle, he'll ask for syrup. And if you give him syrup, he'll ask for pancakes. Like, it, it's just the whole thing. Wow. This, uh, this book time, is on YouTube. Yeah. it's right. a. At the time, I thought it was a silly book about you know providing mice with all the treats they could ever want. But... It's about you know being responsible. It's really a it's life actually about lesson. race relations in the South. That, that was, <laughs> it's really a life lesson not to help the unfortunate. Mm. <laughs> that, that, that book was written by Beauregard Lee, the governor of Alabama. <laughs> if you, if you look at the cover; it's it's the stars and bars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you give you know one of them a cookie, sponsored by the Southern White Pride Association, the mouse is all done up in minstrel makeup. Yeah, <laughs> just over the top. It's like, Greedy mouse had asked for a cookie, and what did the boss man say? And you're just like, "Whew, this has not aged well." <laughs> well I said I'd write a children's book that would entirely eliminate subtext. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to slam children in the face with what I was saying. Not going over anybody said with that one. No, uh, the new episode of Mandalorian. Let's just keep it nerdy. The whole PKN uh, mm. was. Uh, was real fucking good. They brought out the fucking dark troopers. They got uh, oh, baby Yoda and uh, haven't, oh, haven't seen it. it. I, oh, I heard that the, the dark. Up, then. I heard that a lot of the dark trooper had been rumored before. So yeah, they showed them. Yeah, but now they're 
That's the only thing I'll say. Are they oh, stormtroopers that hit their shots, or do they still miss like the other stormtroopers? How about this? I'll just tell you what dark troopers are as mm. far as Star Wars lore. They are the souped-up uh, battle droids. So there's a, there's a couple oh, of different man. iterations of them. The iteration that we're going that we're seeing uh, in, in one iteration, it's a power armor for a uh, stormtrooper. But that's not what we have here. We've got like a souped-up battle droid who's and they haven't shown them take any damage yet, but in the lore, they're made of this uh, lightsaber-resistant material called Frick. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I know. And uh, but, That's not spacey at all. I know. Hopefully it's an acronym. And, uh, and, and they're, you know, they're, they're a much more formidable foe because obviously we haven't had any. Stormtroopers show up, literally, like, like another minor spoiler, a bunch of Stormtroopers show up, and you're like, yawn like 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 it they show 10 or 15 show up and you're like that ain't gonna do it <laughs> and like maybe 10 or 15 more show up and you're like not even close <laughs> like, like like they're gonna it would literally have to be 150 of them before you'd start worrying about the mandalorian right like it had to be so many that that scene would happen where they're just like piling on top of him <laughs> like in that like, like in the Matrix Two, <laughs> like like when 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 all the Agent Smiths are just piling on top of Keanu Reeves and trying to take mm-hmm. him down by sheer like force of weight. <laughs> that that's what it would seemingly take because the guy's bulletproof that's and he's the like big super thing. skilled. He's blaster proof. Like every time, look, Mandalorian gets shot almost every episode, to which he says, "Well, blasters are not a problem." Yeah, only like mm-hmm. special blasters are a problem. So he has to be. He has to fear the blade. The Jedi blade. Nope, nope, that don't work either. What is he afraid of? Monsters or something? Monster would eat him. Yeah, he's afraid of yeah. running out of money to repair his ship every episode. Man, is you guys are hitting on a lot of stuff. Those of you have seen the episode, they're hitting on a lot of stuff right here. <laughs> um, I can't talk. Look, I'll just say this: quickly go watch it before someone spoils and you try to stream tonight okay. because a lot of big things happen. A lot of big, big things happen. This is not one of those like stop in a small town and ask for a gas kind of episodes. This is a okay. Oh shit! Oh shit! Stuff's happening. Like major mm. new characters. I hope that chick who got fat a- dies. Gina Carano. Oh, I need to see her like on the street. Her- Where's her Instagram? Let me find her Instagram. Mm. See what can you trust Instagram though? Don't they have like built-in filters to make you hotter? Which character are you talking about? Gina Carano is the is the actress slash UFC fighter's name, and uh, but in the show she's like Bo Katan or something. I don't know. His Star Wars names are hard. Dude, man. she's fat and uh, Invicta fighter. But the idea is where where is she fat? Uh, I will show you a picture of fat Gina. You tell me there's another word that describes her better. Thick. Yeah, thick. Thick. This is a trick. She couldn't make weight in her prime. She she missed weight a lot. All right, oh. I'll say this: she she could she could she easily lose. She's super strong. Um, Look at uh, her boobs. That is a fat person. That is a fat person being held in by a corset. That's what you're latching onto and disliking. Look this at- is a woman who. This is a woman who is fine the way she is. Frankly, yeah, I think she's attractive. However, if she lost. 10 to 15 pounds she'd be very attractive oh, she could lose I, she's 30 pounds away from very attractive how tall is she that, she, that matters woody how tall oh, is she okay Carano? true 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 i think she might be i have five seven in my head i'm not sure five eight see see this is mm. 
you knock 15 pounds off this and this is this is a, <laughs> this is a nice looking lady what 15 did you say or 50 15 not 50 15. what do you think she weighs i think she weighs 185 no there's uh, I'm no exaggerating way. she might weigh 170 though no this is oh you one... don't think she weighs 170 no oh she does though I think right here. I think this is a first of all, very muscular woman. So, like, you can't compare her to other women. Uh, like this, like normally, if a woman is 150 to 160 pounds, that's a real problem. But I think that she's somewhere in there. I think she's a. I think she's more than 150, but, uh -huh. but not not all that more than not much more than 160. Maybe she might be 162, but a lot of muscle there. She's yeah, overweight. Is squatting. She's overweight. I and, found and, another and look, picture of her. I, I don't know how long ago this is, but look how much better she is there. Yeah, yeah, light years. Better. And look at the boob difference. I, I know, like, oh, how can you complain about big boobs, dude? These that I'm showing on screen now, the second picture, attractive boobs. This pair of human heads that she is <laughs> in the Mandalorian. That's that's too much. She's got a great okay, smile. I can't get Angie on that. Look at her arms there in the second picture. That she's at some sort of movie. See, she's doing lots of lots of pushing exercises, getting that tricep nice and nice and big. No, I think it's mostly from punching women in the head. Yeah, you know what? But you have to probably do a lot of pushing exercises. Dude, she has people, right. The amount of weight she's gaining like a year implies that she's just gone off the deep end with her diet. This is a yeah. one year transformation that is just. Next. Yeah, I noticed I noticed about it was in the episode that had a lot of Carl Weathers. Yep. I noticed in that one that she was wearing like this big like stomach belt mm -hmm. like type thing. Like it's like she had a regular belt with like a gun on it, maybe. And then she had like a second belt that like went like around a, her belly button. Like a cummerbund or cummerbund. Like a cummerbund. <laughs> but 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 a space cummerbund, all right? <laughs> tactical uses. There was a phaser in there or something. There was a tricorder. Space fanny pack. <laughs> a big space fanny pack right in front of her gut and uh yeah look she's clearly gained quite a bit of weight it's which is surprising because she's on the biggest tv show uh you know one of the biggest in the world they've got like a is i don't know what you? the budget is i think the it budget is 15 be, or right i was well, gonna, i'm I, saying biggest when he said as, the biggest my mind instantly started to counter and i'm like actually Oh. It is one of the biggest. It's and probably the biggest budget. It's even if it's or not 20 my an episode. favorite, my personal favorite thing going on right now is the boys. But it's probably the biggest budget. It's probably bigger, and it's the Mandalorian. It's in the Star Wars universe. It will probably live on longer. Like it's huge. You can't knock. It's one of the biggest. It is. Yeah, and and like every every day, I read more and more stuff that kind of confirms my my like suspicions early on that the Mandalorian is going to spawn this whole every time. The reason we're seeing so many stopping on so many planets and meeting so many of these side characters who are played by guest stars of like note is because they're creating a whole universe. You got to keep in mind this, this whole thing is being headlined by um, what's his name who did um, uh, Iron Man. Oh, what's his fucking name? John Favaro or something. John, Fav John Favreau is, is like writing. These are alley-oops, Kyle. They're not meant to score. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you hit the board. That's all, right, all I was going nail, on. But... Look, I'm trying to help you. You, you yeah. take it home. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. <laughs> you got to keep in mind that John Favreau is behind the Mandalorian, the same guy who made Iron Man, and thus spawned pretty much the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe as we know it. I think that's what they're trying to do here. You know, they they've got Mandalorian as your Iron Man, 
But then you've got all these other characters are your, you know, your Hulks, your fucking Scarlet Witches, etc. Yeah. And I think that's what they're mm-hmm. gonna do. I, I don't think that Gina Carano is gonna get a show until until she slims down a little bit, but um Cobb whatever the fuck could get one the 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 the, the guy who was wearing the uh, mandalorian armor in the western town yeah or um, um, played by timothy oliphant who's certainly the, i bet think you're about to say her the, the rosario one. dawson's character um uh, ahsoka you know the jedi she's getting one i want and that. i think i think katie sackoff's character the uh the mandalorian lady with the bube armor i think she's probably gonna <laughs> get a spinoff character uh, our spinoff series, I should say, like her whole, her whole, her her own whole television show, separate, separate, and then you'll just mix and match characters uh, amongst them, just like they tried to do over on Netflix with the Marvel TV stuff, with uh, with the Defenders, with um, I don't know, the fucking, yeah, it, it, it was so many of these superhero shows. Half of them, like I haven't even heard of. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I I don't understand why Marvel money can make Kumail Nanjiani a sex symbol. You don't know his, you know this guy. I, I get his name wrong. I do. Yeah. The Indian, well, I'm sure you got his name well, wrong, but I heard a weird Indian sounding name and I knew who you meant. I I have the, in front of me, I looked it up. Kumail Nanjiani. Something very close to that. Oh, I, I think that you tried to pronounce it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I'm not saying that I can't pronounce it correctly. <laughs> Anyway, they turned him into an actual sex symbol. Like, he looks amazing. And he's never looked amazing in his whole life. He was the subject of a More Plates, More Dates video. And uh, super cool. And I say, how do they do this? How do they identify, like, fat, old comedians that can suddenly become superheroes? And they say, well, there's Marvel money. Are you willing to take steroids and work out? Well, all right. there's <laughs> Star Wars money, which has to be the parallel. Yet Gina's still a fatty, fatty, McFatty two by four. Jesus. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Maybe she's maybe she's got something going on in her life. Maybe she's she pregnant. better be having a baby. That would explain the giant belt slash cummerbund, a space cummerbund attire. Yeah, it look, male non-giant. It looks like one of his powers is super smell. <laughs> He's been uh, doing look. his nose ups and his nose downs. <laughs> Oh my God! You're making fun of his face. I thought you were saying his workouts caused him to have bo. No, no, I'm saying that his his nose. He has a big nose. He has like a I broke my nose a bunch of times. Nose. Yes, he looks like he could peck you with it, and do some yeah. serious damage. I love the the title of the article reveals how he gotten ridiculously fit for Marvel's Eternals. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Uh, is there chicken and broccoli? Is there chicken and broccoli mentioned? I'm gonna Google if the word. I'm searching for the word chicken in this thing. Well, the secret was. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, secret was hard work and prayer. Yeah. He doesn't the, mention chicken. Damn it! The 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 secret is absolutely like a heavy dose of tos- testosterone, and maybe trenbolone. I don't know. I don't know why anyone takes trenbolone. Like like, it's a horse steroid. As far not as selling. I, you're not, you're not unselling it so far, to Kyle. Unless there's a better steroid, maybe like a dinosaur steroid than horses. Horse I've read about trenbolone. I've read about trenbolone before, and maybe I'm out of date <laughs> with this, and maybe I'm just missing. Maybe I'm just mistaken. So forgive me if I'm just uh, pants on head, retarded, wrong here. But I read something like the only way to get trenbolone, at least from the article I was reading or, or the dark web. 
um, what they were they were like taking these these capsules that they use to inject it into horses because they've got like they use these guns to like yeah. inject livestock and it's like this pellet that you like okay. and you like it stabs into the horse and then it auto injects like this pellet of trenbolone into the horse and uh, or maybe cattle in any case um, they take those pellets and they do a little at home chemistry to like get the shit out of them so that they can then inject it into their own ass and no. be on trend. Like now that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Maybe because people are just buying this stuff. And I thought that people were buying it through clinics and stuff. Maybe I was wrong about that. And there's just somewhere where there's like a drug manufacturer, like underground taking lots of those horse pellets and like melting them down I into wonder- fucking vials I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with sarms right but for a listener yeah. sarms are kind of like a steroid i think they're less effective but they're supposed to be and this is where i got out of my depth like androgen spe- receptor specific so it does all the good shit for your muscles and makes them big and strong but maybe your whatever liver or kidneys or whatever they don't absorb the steroid so it's just like oh steroids but only the good parts yeah i'm 80 percent right on this maybe even 90 so uh no, hair safe. It's not hair safe? Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. In any case, uh he's talking about SARMs. Um uh but you can buy SARMs for purposes other than to use as a steroid. Maybe your hobby is experimenting on lab rats, right? So you can buy SARMs, just promise, pinky promise, pinky swear perhaps that you're not a drinking them or whatever i think it's a liquid you drink anyway um and you can buy sarms like over the internet over the counter you can buy steroids in america that work as some kind of a level of effectiveness on steroids just say you're just that maintains one really jacked rat (laughs) 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 anytime someone comes it's like they're like we know what you're oh fuck wow All right, you're free to go. <laughs> this is the first time Look, I've ever seen We'll leave. We'll leave. Just don't turn Mongo loose. Oh, my God. How'd you get that snake so wide? It has shoulders. <laughs> yeah, we do. That's a rat that would fuck a cat. God damn. If you're, I wonder if you're if hobby is experimenting on rats. Is that something that you could just do as a hobby is experiment on rats in your home? There's a YouTuber that uses that example all the time. He talks about SARMs and his channel might have got canceled. But uh, and he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, so, of course, I'm not taking these on myself. I buy these SARMs to experiment on my lab rats. But had I been taking them myself, this is what I would have experienced. And then he details what obviously happened to him on these SARMs. Yeah, this is Pinky the Rat. Um, he's noticed a bit of erectile dysfunction uh, recently. <laughs> his his wife Minnie has left him, and every day is a rage filled nightmare, which will come to an end on Friday. I guarantee you at the Civic Center. At the Civic Center, I've got be a little, there or be square. You got a little RL and you know a little fractional place. <laughs> Only one pound, but that's body weight, you know. So <laughs> he's getting perfect form. He gained a whole pound of clean, what contractile <laughs> tissue? Contractile oh, tissue. Is that how, yeah. <laughs> but it's a rat, so one pound is just. Look at, at Pinky's progress. 
but yeah, so I wonder, and I was just saying, I wonder if Trimbalone falls under that umbrella at all. Like maybe it's more accessible because it's for horses or something. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know anything. I don't want to know anything about trend. It just seems like, um, it seems super dangerous. Uh, like, like whenever you read about it, it's, it's just like actual mental issues that some people have, not everybody. Some people take it and they're just like, Oh yeah, I feel so focused and I feel great. And I got jacked as fuck. But then like, you just read so many horror stories where it's like decimating people's hair or it's making them super, uh, aggressive or paranoid or, you know, it, sexual side effects, but that's probably something that they're stacking with the trend alone. Cause like, if you read what some of these people do, like you, there's a steroid subreddit. If you read what some of those people do on there, they're like, Oh yeah, it's my first cycle. So I'm taking 700 milligrams of test and I'm stacking it with some primo and I'm going to, yeah, yeah. 400 milligrams of, uh, of, uh, Tran a week and, uh, and also some Winstrol and, and everybody's like, dude, what are you doing? Why are you doing, are you insane? <laughs> it, it's, no, they don't say that. They don't say that at all. All the gains at once. All the gains at once. Like, like, like the rest of my life. A cycle like that, the people on there will be like, "Yeah, man, sounds like a good protocol. They're gonna get, you're gonna get jacked." But then occasionally there'll be one guy who's even too extreme for them. Be <laughs> like, "Yeah, so I'm injecting uh 1,375 milligrams of test a week." And they're like, "Dude, you're injecting 1.3 grams of <laughs> test a week. Like, are you insane?" Are you insane? You're doing like ten times what a what a what a what a healthy dose would be. Like, but is he getting ten times as good? No, no, it's not, <laughs> no, it's not how it works at all. No. Yeah, I, I, I watch pretty much every more plates more date video, and uh, it, I guess some small amount has major impacts, and then a little more has a little more impact, and at some point you're like quadrupling your dose to get 5% more. And if you're yeah. a professional bodybuilder, then maybe that makes sense to you. But as you quadruple the dose, you quadruple your risk. And for most people, that little benefit is not, not where you want to be. Yeah, crazy people. Uh, they're just abusing some really scary drugs. It, 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 you know, it, if it were like, and, and because it's steroids, that there's like a ton of people in there who are just like, yeah, sounds like a plan, man. If it were heroin, if they were like, yes, yeah, so this weekend, I'm going to do five mils of heroin, a couple nice. bumps of Coke, do a little LSD, and, and nobody would be on board for that. They'd be like, dude, heroin? That's well, pretty cool. Right. Maybe if you're on the, the, the heroin cool. subreddit. But if Maybe. that guy was in the hangout, you know we'd be giving him the thumbs up. Oh, I, I have <laughs> a problem with that. <sighs> there's no heroin subreddit. There's yeah, no there fucking way there's a heroin subreddit. Or at, at least not a serious one where people are talking about doing heroin. No, no, you had me curious. Like in a positive kind of way. There may be a heroin recovery subreddit. Recovery subreddit. This there is, is a, no picture of... It says eight-year-old me thinking I'll never drink and do drugs, and it's Baby Yoda. And then it says me years later getting Narcan in a McDonald's bathroom, and it's the original <laughs> like on the side with the lazy eye. <laughs> oh, there is a heroin subreddit. It turns out you just have to spell it correctly. And uh, for the junkies and ex-junkies of Reddit, a subreddit for all things heroin. Topics include Jesus. heroin appreciation, oh. harm reduction, withdrawal recovery, lifestyle discussions, and more. Jesus Christ. I like this meme I just linked. It's the <laughs> weed users. You are addicted. No, I'm not. It's therapeutic. It can help me and it can help. I can stop when I want. And heroin users, you are addicted. I know. Like <laughs> <laughs> the, 
the top picture right now posted three hours ago is what I assume is heroin in uh, maybe the cap of a bottle or something. I don't know. I don't even know what heroin looks like, I'm realizing. I thought you burnt it in a spoon. Is it, Am I right about that? Yeah. Well, you melt it, and then you, you, know, and then you inject, inject it. it. This guy has 10 Gs of nice brown. Nice. Nothing like 10 Gs of nice brown. Heroin looks doesn't look scary. This looks well, like I'll give you it's never late. too late to start. Yeah, that's true. Um I I just I just here I'll link the exact picture I'm looking at and the view, audience is looking at. Does it look like something you might cook with? Like like that oh yeah, you just lot. have to sift it like flour. That is a lot of heroin. I don't it does I mean is that a lot or is that a cupcake? That is a cupcake thing, but that's still a lot of heroin, I think, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't look like a lot. The amount of heroin is a lot of heroin, frankly. You know what? I'm with um, McAfee on this, and you guys are a bunch of squares. You're not cool yeah. like the heroin, pro-heroin. <laughs> McAfee's in jail right now. Oh, you get to throw stones? Is that is that what I'm here, Kyle? <laughs> you throwing stones? I mean, I guess I can't, but... I mean, I'm not in jail right now. Yeah, you got that. <laughs> what is he in jail? Is tax evasion, maybe? Oh, who knows? He's a fucking international pirate. <laughs> okay, well, this is clearly not just for past heroin users, because this is a photo on there of a guy getting high in an airplane. Oh, shit. <laughs> Putting it right in your hand there, huh, right bro? There. Ooh, in the, right in the bathroom. And is that an airplane bathroom? Airplane bathroom. He, the title of it was Mile High Club. Got two rigs and a gram of dope through TSA, no problem. On my way to California for rehab. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's at least on he's his way help. to rehab, and he's shooting up. That's I mean, a story I, he'll be telling in rehab. Because a lot of people on their way to rehab are just playing it like a party, like their final, the last hurrah kind of thing. Uh, you know what? Yeah. So for rehab, ah, it's still a bad idea. But I particularly don't like it when it's diet. Like, ooh, ooh, I'm starting my diet on Monday, so nothing but cupcakes until then. And I'm like, really? Really going to dig yourself a little extra hole because you start your diet? It, even if you are starting your diet on Monday, how about between now and Monday we phase into it? Hmm? You really want to do cupcakes and chocolate right now? I Yeah, I'm they not. clearly do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're addicts. They're addicts. Uh, I'd way rather be addicted to cupcakes than heroin. Well, I don't know what I'm doing. Jackie said she doesn't have the ingredients, but when we hit the $2,500 mark for my uh, fundraiser stream, I agreed to eat Jackie's chili on stream. So, Oh, no. Ooh, why would you punish yourself with that? <sighs> trying to help I, I don't understand, frankly, like, what's it mean here? How does she make chili bad? Because my chili's so goddamn good <laughs> that, like, that, like, if there's even a little bit left, I freeze it and, like... My my parents last time they were over here they were like is that your chili in there I'm like yeah and it's mine <laughs> you want some chili we'll make you a batch but like it's all so jokes easy to aside make chili. I guess there's beans in it and then she buys a powder that I don't like and I think that you you mix that and it turns right it's garbage right this is like freeze dried chili nonsense you, you don't buy the powder you 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 buy the spices that go into the powder 
Like you, you make your own chili seasoning. It's just like five or six spices. It's like chili mm -hmm. powder is one of them. Bro, I'm like, go please. In most regards, she's not a bad cook. She makes good, healthy meals and she seasons it and I'm happy. But there are two areas. This woman doesn't realize that cookies are to be made from scratch. From scratch. You do not just slice cookies off pre-bought cookie dough. That's not even cookies. Uh, True. And, and chili from a store-bought powder is not, it's not, it's not where it's at. I mean, I could send a list of spices. Dude, but not until after the challenge is complete. <laughs> yeah, I think they want to watch me eat the bad chili. Maybe maybe we'll do a redemption stream where she makes good chili. We could have a chili cook-off. Because <laughs> I do like chili. Just not uh, That would actually be fun if we had a chili cook-off. And we're all... <laughs> So it's our own appraisal. I can just imagine Jackie <laughs> makes a gallon and a half, and at the end of it, there's like 1.47 gallons left. Gallons <laughs> 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 all gone. <laughs> I love making chili; it's so good. Uh, yeah. All right. Call Hope you guys enjoyed this early PKN. I thought Guess it was what? good. You get an early PKA tomorrow. There it oh, is. Yes, you do. Go Patriots! All right, uh, PKN three twenty nine.